Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hey guys, Taylor with you again reading through Acts. Today we're up to Acts 13, but yesterday we read about how Peter was thrown into prison but then set free, an angel um, set him free. And, and in this part of Acts, in these chapters around here, we're, we're sort of jumping to and fro from different characters. Today, Saul and Barnabas are coming out to play again, and, and it's titled this, Saul and Barnabas Sent Out as Apostles. So let's jump in uh, to Acts 13 and see what these guys are getting up to. In the church of Antioch, there are a number of prophets and teachers of the word, including Barnabas, Simon of Nigeria, Lucas the Libyan, Manian, the childhood companion of King Herod, and Saul. While they were worshipping as priests before the Lord in prayer and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, I've called Barnabas and Saul to do important work for me. Now release them to go and fulfill it. So after they'd fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them and sent them off. So Saul and Barnabas and their assistant John, also known as Mark, were directed by the Holy Spirit to go to Selica. And from there, they sailed to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they went to the synagogue and declared the word of God. From there, they crossed the island as far as Phaphas, where they encountered a Jewish false prophet, a sorcerer named Elimus, who also went by the name of Son of Jesus. He had gained influence as a spiritual advisor to the region governor, Sergius Polis, considered by many to be a wise and intelligent leader. The governor requested a meeting with Barnabas and Saul because he wanted to hear the message of God's word. But Lumus, whose name was Sorcerer, stood up against them and tried to prevent the governor from believing their message. Saul, also known as Paul, stared into his eyes and rebuked him. Filled with Holy Spirit, he said, You son of the devil, you are full of every form of fraud and deceit and an enemy of all that is right. When will you stop perverting the truth of God into lies? At the very moment, the hand of God's judgment comes down upon you and you will be blind, so blind that you won't even be able to see the light of the sun. As Paul spoke these words, a shadowy mist and darkness came over the sorcerer, leaving him blind and groping about, begging someone to lead him around by the hand. When the governor witnessed this, he believed and was awestruck by the power of the message of the Lord. Paul and his companions sailed from Cyprus port of Pappas to Persia in South Turkey. John left them there as they returned to Jerusalem, as they journeyed on to the city of Antioch in the region of Poseidon. On the Sabbath they went to the synagogue and took their seats. After the reading of the scrolls of the book of Moses and the prophets, the leaders of the meeting sent Paul and Barnabas a message, saying, Brothers, do you have a word of encouragement to share with us? If so, please feel free to give it. Paul stood in motion that he had something to say. He said, Listen, all of you Jews and non-Jews who worship God, the God of Israel divinely chose our ancestors to be his people. While they were enslaved in Egypt, he made them great, both in numbers and in strength, until he unveiled his mighty power and led them out of bondage. For nearly 40 years, he nourished them in the wilderness. He was the one that destroyed the seven nations from inhabiting the land of Canaan, and afterwards gave the land to his people as their inheritance. So we're going to stop there and jump down to verse 42. Please feel free to read in between them verses. But verse 42 says this. As Paul and Barnabas started to leave, the people pleaded with them to share more about these things on the next Sabbath day. 
When the meeting had finally broken up, many of those in attendance, both Jews and converts to Judaism, tagged along with Paul and Barnabas, who continued to persuade them to go deeper in their understanding of God's grace. The following week, nearly everyone in the city gathered to hear the word of God. When the Jewish leaders saw the size of the crowds, vicious jealousy filled their hearts and they rose up to oppose what Paul was teaching. They insulted him and argued with him over everything he said. Yet Paul and Barnabas did not back down. Filled with courage, they boldly replied, We were compelled to bring God's message first to you Jews, but seeing you've rejected this message and refused to embrace eternal life, we'll focus instead on the nations and offer it to them. This will fulfill what the Lord has commanded us. I have destined you to become a beacon of light for all the nations and release salvation to the ends of the earth. When the non-Jewish people in the crowds heard these words, they were thrilled and they honoured the word of the Lord. All who believed that they were destined to experience eternal life received the message, and God's word spread like wildfire throughout the entire region. The Jewish leaders stirred up a violent mob against Paul and Barnabas, including many prominent wealthy people of the city. They persecuted them and ran them out of town. As they left, they shook the dust off their feet as a sign of protest against them, and they went onto the city of Iconium. They left a new covenant in Antioch, overflowing with the joy of the Holy Spirit. And that, friends, is Acts 13. And what I really like about what we've read in Acts is that there's this real contrast of oppression and people coming against the word of God, but then there's also people wanting more and more and more. I mean, verse 44, the following week, nearly everyone in the city gathered to hear the word of God. How awesome is that? Verse 49, God's word spread like wildfire throughout the entire city. So in the face of oppression, something happened. And I don't know, it kind of feels like that's happening a fair bit in our world, in our society. There's some kickback. There's some people that are actively going against what the Word of God says. But we've got to believe if the Holy Spirit's in it, people will be saved. People will come to know Jesus Christ. How about we pray about that? Thank you, Lord, that you're not worried about the state of the world. Thank you, Lord, that it's not a surprise to you what's happening. And we just believe in Jesus' name that you can do mighty miracles, that people can find you, that your word will spread like wildfire. I pray, Lord, that whole cities would gather to hear your word. Lord Jesus, we pray this in your name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.